Do you feel like you need God's encouragement and wisdom throughout the week to take hold of His promise to fly like an eagle? You come to the right place. Welcome to Eagles on the Hill. Let's join our host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. All right, people, I am your host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the podcast. We want to encourage you to be searching for Eagles on the Hill on YouTube and hit the subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, or you can follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and join us as we together follow Jesus and draw strength from him to fly like an eagle. Today is kind of a somber day on the podcast because on October the 7th, so just a couple of days ago, Hamas invaded Israel. And if you uh, know me at all, you know that Israel is uh, very precious to uh, my heart. I've been there numerous times leading um, tour groups, pilgrimage groups to Israel to see the sites where Jesus lived and died and rose again. And so we have uh, good friends there. Uh, our guide of the, is there, our driver's over there. And so we've been in touch with them these last couple of days. Um, so just uh, for all of us, it's uh, some incredible scenes that we're seeing, very sad. And so what I want to do on the podcast is give you some sense of background, um, some sense of ability to understand who all the different groups are, how they interrelate to one another, and uh, what you're watching on the news. Hopefully, by the time you listen to this, watch this, um, it's not out of date. We'll see things are going to change pretty quickly here in the next couple of days. So uh, just understand that this uh, has been recorded before you're actually listening it, listening to it and watching it. So if it's a little out of, out of date, my apologies, but you should still be able to learn quite a bit about what's going on over there from the podcast. It's going to be helpful for you if you're able to watch this on YouTube. We'll have some pictures on the screen. If you're not, we'll do our best to describe what you're looking at, even though you can't see pictures if you're just listening. So uh, first thing I want to do is go over the different countries and the different areas that exist around the uh, state of Israel, the nation of Israel. Egypt is the uh, nation to the southwest. Jordan shares a long border with Israel. Between Israel and the and the country of Jordan is the Jordan River and, um, and the Dead Sea and the Sea of Galilee and so many areas that play such a large part in the biblical narrative. The West, in Israel proper is the West Bank. That is the West Bank of the Jordan River. The West Bank, prior to 1967, uh, between the creation of the state of Israel in 1948 and 1967, Jordan, the country of Jordan, had captured the West Bank, had taken the West Bank from Israel. And so it belonged to Jordan uh, between 1948 and 1967. In 1967, the countries around Israel attacked them again, and Israel retook the West Bank from the country of Jordan and now controls that. The Palestinian Authority is the uh, group that is, uh, the, is ruling in many parts of the West Bank. It's kind of a shared deal between Israel and the Palestinian Authority. You can kind of see that if you're watching on YouTube, a lot of different colorations in the West Bank designate areas A, B, and C, different areas and the way they're ruled. We won't get into all of that today. Also, what used to be within Israel proper is Gaza, got the Gaza Strip. Uh, it is to the west. It's right along the Mediterranean coast. It's a very small area. It could be very beautiful. 
if all the money that had been sunk into Gaza over these years had been used uh, for the benefit of the people in Gaza, it would be a very beautiful place. But Gaza is where this current war is starting from. We'll talk about that in a minute. Syria is to the northeast of Israel. It's next to the Golan Heights. The Golan Heights, if you're looking on YouTube, are shaded in in kind of a grayish shade. And uh, Israel controls the Golan Heights. And then Lebanon is to the north. And we'll talk in a minute about a group called Hezbollah, which control is really controlling Lebanon. Lebanon is a failed state, and Hezbollah is the group that uh, works there. Okay, so that gives you a sense from the map of the countries around uh, Israel. So what has happened in these last days is that from Gaza, um, not only rocket fire, so there was about 5,000 rockets that came from Gaza into Israel in 2021. This time it was not only rockets, but they were cover for Hamas and also uh, Islamic Jihad members to actually come in on the ground by air, by sea, into Israel. The major forces that made it in were the ground forces from Hamas and Islamic Jihad from Gaza that made it into Israel. So let's take a look at the current situation in terms of these different group names and uh, what they are, who they are, etc. So Israel controls Israel. What they call Judea and Samaria, what is most often referred to around the world as the West Bank and the Golan Heights. Hamas is a recognized terrorist organization. It rules the Gaza Strip. Islamic Jihad is also based in the Gaza Strip. Both of those organizations are funded by Iran. No coincidence, I don't think, that Iran just received a payment of billions of dollars uh, in a prisoner exchange, a hostage exchange that happened uh, a week or two ago. And suddenly now here we are. In any case, Hamas, Islamic Jihad, both of them terrorist organizations. Hamas actually rules Gaza. Islamic Jihad is just a terrorist organization based there. Very similar goals. Their goal is to wipe Israel off the face of the map as they talk about it from the river to the sea, uh, that there would be no Jews left in that area. The Palestinian Authority controls the West Bank. We talked about that when we looked at the map. Jordan and Egypt <clears throat> have officially been at peace with Israel since the mid-1990s, and that's been a great blessing for not only the people in those countries, but for the world. Lebanon, as we talked about, is essentially a failed state to the north of Israel, and the terror group Hezbollah essentially runs Lebanon, and it too is funded by the world's greatest nemesis at this point, or one of the world's greatest nemesis, Iran. And Syria is not much of a player in this because uh, they're in a state of civil war. They've been in the news a lot. And um, there's not a lot going on from Syria, but you never know. Everybody hates Israel, and so they can get involved. All right, let's, uh, let's take a look at what happened on October 7th and why it happened then. Hamas, <clears throat> and others who advocate for the destruction of Israel, who want to have a Palestinian state from the river to the sea, as it said, they are very concerned about what's going on geopolitically in the world. Saudi Arabia and Israel have been in talks for quite some time. The United States is also part of that. Uh, you'll remember under President Donald Trump, the Abraham Accords happened just toward the end of his term, and a number of Arab states went into a uh, got into a relationship with Israel. Uh, not exactly a peace treaty, but a relationship with them that has um, brought economic cooperation. 
Saudi Arabia is considering the same thing. And Hamas, Iran, Hezbollah, Islamic Jihad, none of them want that to happen. Iran are Shia Muslims, and Saudi Arabia are Sunni Muslims. They also don't like each other very much. And so uh, Hamas, by doing this, by invading Israel at this time, the goal is to say to the world, and you're going to hear this in the news if you listen closely, if you do not side with the Palestinians and Hamas in this effort, then you are throwing the Palestinian cause under the bus. That's That talk is aimed at Saudi Arabia. They are trying to get Saudi Arabia to back away from this deal with Israel. That's the major reason this is happening. Also, the Palestinian Authority that rules the West Bank is weak, corrupt, and is ruled by a guy named Mahmoud Abbas. I think I have his name spelled wrong on the screen here. Uh, it's actually uh, M-A-H-M-O-U-D is how it's usually spelled in English, Mahmoud Abbas. But in any case, he's in his 80s. He got elected to a very uh, short term back in the early 2000s, and there's been no election since. He's just held on to power ever since then, but he's going to die sometime soon. And there's going to be a power vacuum there in the, in the West Bank. Hamas wants to look like the big guy on the block so that they can gain adherence among people who live in the West Bank who are anti-Israel. And so they want to try to take over the West Bank once Mahmoud Abbas dies. That's part of what's going on here as well. That was part of what was happening back in 2021 also when they shot those rockets. In addition, holidays are always a time for violence in the Middle East. In the United States, it's a time we sit down and have turkey with family. In the Middle East, it's a great opportunity for violence because, well, your enemies are having turkey with their family and not paying attention. And so uh, October 7th was the last day, the eighth day of Sukkot. It's not exactly part of the Sukkot holiday, but the, it's considered by some the last day of the Sukkot holiday. It's a big day for partying gathering together with family and friends. Uh, it's also occurred on a Sabbath, on Shabbat. And so people had let their guard down. Um, if you listen to the news, you'll hear that um, a number of the dead, hundreds, I believe, of the dead in Israel were attending a party. And uh, the Hamas soldiers, if we'll call them soldiers, terrorists, were able to get to that party and shoot indiscriminately at that party and kill hundreds of people. Finally. There's probably other reasons, but we'll call finally for right now. The public excuse for these attacks is always to defend Al-Aqsa Mosque. Al-Aqsa Mosque sits on top of the Temple Mount. There is a, an agreement there between um, Israel and Jordan and the Jews and the Muslims and the Christians about what should and should not happen on top of the Temple Mount. It's a 37-acre plot of ground on top of the Temple Mount sits the Dome of the Rock and Al-Aqsa Mosque. That uh, agreement is um, loved by many because it's kept peace, but it is despised by a few uh, in Israel in particular. And so there is this always this fear among Muslims that the uh, agreement that governs the religious activities on the Temple Mount will be violated, will be changed even. And so there's always the cry whenever these kind of battles happen, we are defending Al-Aqsa Mosque. And that is supposed to be a rallying cry that will rally Muslims in the nations around the area. So uh, I personally don't believe that that's actually the reason for this, but that's the public reason given. Uh, there you go. So um, what is going to happen 
in the future? Well, here is what we need to be praying for. Number one, we need to be praying that Iran does not get officially involved in what's going on. Uh, that's number one. They are involved. It's their money that's financing all of this behind the scenes. But if they stay out of it officially, that will be a huge help and bring this to a conclusion much more quickly. The second thing we need to pray for is that Hezbollah, Hezbollah is the group that is um, controlling Lebanon, the failed state in the north. If Hezbollah lays low, they fired some rockets. I know that already, but uh, that's been in the news. But if they only fire a few, if they stay out of it by and large, that will help immensely to bring this to a conclusion. So uh, those two things we need to be praying for. We need to also be praying for Israel, for wisdom, for the leaders of Israel, for unity amongst the leaders of Israel as they deal with this situation, as they now strive to put an end to Hamas. The way Israel fights these battles is very tempered. They make every attempt to avoid civilian casualties. I strongly believe that that is the case. They'll even warn people within buildings in the Gaza Strip, we're going to drop a bomb in a half an hour, get out, to try to avoid civilian casualties. That's the kind of nation they are. That's not the kind of nation or not, not the kind of people that Hamas is. They're terrorists. Not all the people, by the way, that live in the West Bank or and in the Gaza Strip are terrorists. Um, but obviously the ones pulling this off are. In any case, we need to pray for Israel to have a measured response and yet a decisive response that will deal with Hamas in Gaza, both for the sake of Israel and for the sake of the other residents of Gaza. Terrorism does not discriminate. Gaza could be a beautiful place to live if Hamas were not in charge. And so uh, we need to pray for a measured and uh, efficient response on the part of Israel. We also need to be praying for all of the hostages that were taken by Hamas, by Islamic Jihad, that Israel is able to get those hostages back uh, in short order and unharmed. Some of them, no doubt, have already been killed and harmed, but we need to pray that that, uh, that operation is able to be done efficiently and quickly without uh, too much more loss of life. And finally, as Christians, of course, we need to be praying that God would use all of this to bring people to faith in Jesus. There is another way to live. The Prince of Peace has come. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Prince of Peace has come. And we pray that through all of this, Christians in that area will have an opportunity to give witness to their faith in Jesus, that Muslims and Jews alike will see there's a better way. Uh, Jesus is a better way. The Prince of Peace is a better way. So that gives you an introduction <clears throat> to what's going on in the Middle East currently. Uh, I hope that that's been helpful to you. We want to encourage you to write us at eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.com. That's all one word, eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.com. No spaces, dots, dashes, underscores. Uh, write us, let us know uh, what you think of this podcast, uh, how we can be helpful to you as you grow in faith. Uh, let us know also other topics that you'd like us to cover. Remember, as we close, <clears throat> the promise of God that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength and fly on wings like eagles. And we pray that uh, this podcast, even though it's been over a difficult topic, has been an encouragement to you as you try to understand what's going on in the world around us. Thanks for listening.